These songs are getting ridiculous. I did went a bit R and B this week. Uh, Nathan from Supercoach Guns, how are you, mate? Is that song? Did I dedicate this to you? I wrote this song just for you. Yeah. Are you using your oh, last boost? I'm I'm touched, but I'm not boosting. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. you know it's it's ridiculous because I I feel like I am tempted to boost. Um, but we'll talk about all of that as we go along. Mm. So it, it, it isn't true. You're, you're going to have a boost in hand. Uh, I think I'm not going to boost this week. If Jake Granville was named a lock, I might have. But I don't think I'm going to. Well, I think you dodged a bullet, mate, definitely, for sure. Well, I mean, um, for me, uh, it's obviously we have a Karaz issue. I don't know if you were owner or not. Um, I was. And I wanted to – I was tempted by Manu. I know we could wait another week for him, but as soon as I've seen where he's been named, I think I might pull the trigger and go this week. But we'll mm. talk about all those things uh, as we move forward. Obviously, it's been a pretty interesting team list um, Tuesday with some things in there. We'll go through the teams um, and we'll do our usual fair where we sort of talk about the trade trends uh, and what our planned moves are for the week. So I'll just uh, wobble my way through the teams. Obviously, Bit of a boring old weekend for me. I mean, I'm a big NRL fan anyway, but um, it was good to get a couple of wins on the trot into the bye for the old Canberra Raiders. Um, but we're on the bye this week. Um, the first game is the South Sydney Rabbitohs up against the Penrith Panthers. It should be an absolute ripper, this one. Um, for the uh, Bunnies, Tane Milne is out and Keon Kalomatangi. We, we had that horrible injury last year. I think he was probably a very good chance for Origin. Keon, he's having a ripping year. Um, Isaac Thompson's going to come in and Cheekham is going to go into the second row. Um, Sele is going to go from the front row back to the bench and Jai Arrow is going to go, it only took him one game to get back into the swing of it. He's going to go back from the bench into the front row. Um, I think that's a big loss, actually. I mean, it's a big drop down, isn't it? Cheekham from a Keon Kalomatangi for them. Um, he's such an attacking weapon and, and such a target out there. Uh, onto the Penrith Panthers, um, there's going to be Liam Martin out. He's obviously re-triggered that sort of hamstring problem, probably came back a little bit early. 
Um, Lindsay Smith's going to come in onto the bench. Uh, and Scott Sorensen's going to um, go from the bench to the second row. So no guarding it. I mean, I think that's probably the... Uh, a really in big endorsement for Hosking. Um, for me, to get the money, if I wanted to boost, and, uh, that song actually relevant to me because I'll have no boost left if I do it. I've just been a maniac. It's because of the whisper. He just doesn't care about him and it makes me do it as well. Although I will <laughs> say this, I'm going to have, I've saved five trades. So if you're saving lots of trades, who gives a shit how many boosts you've got? It just means that you can't do three trades in one round. You just have to make your moves maybe a week earlier you know, to get a run-up and use them in, in twos rather than be able to slap mm. down a three. So you have to kind of manage your finances well. Um, yes. Mm. Yeah. Um, how many trades have you got after your boost? 33. 33. Yeah, okay. So I'm looking at doing one trade this week. Yeah. Just the one. Yeah. And, I'll, and I'll, that'll leave me on 31 trades. Yeah. So oh, I just think whatever you – I like to add the boost and the trades there. If you've got a bit of discipline and you can just use your, your, your actual trades and you can save actual trades, it's not quite as good as being able to use – sometimes you need the th- third trade for the money to work, but I just still think if you're saving loads of trades – and I've actually mapped out my trades from now to the end of the season. Obviously, we're going to have some weeks where I'm planning to use none or one, which might have something that's an emergency and I might have to adjust my order in there, but I've gone and planned it. Uh, anyway, I've got off the top topic haven't i um but you know obviously i'm going to sell one of either preston ford or um hosking probably to get the money um for the moves that i want to make uh i did you know put up a suggestion that i'd sell hosking and everybody bloody jumped all over me and gave me all sorts of shit so i think it could be preston maybe for me because ford obviously plays um the round 13 so anyway but on the subject of the panthers um it looks like he's holding his position in that team quite strongly um i want to tip probably i reckon in this one it's it's tough eh? i reckon i'm going to probably tip the panthers i think they're really starting to warm up Actually, mm. yeah, I think I agree. Penrith just—they looked really. They didn't look great last week, but I'm tipping them to bounce back from that. You know, and go back to their just pure dominance that they had in the two weeks leading up to that. So I think it will be Penrith as well. And, and I mean, even though that was a tight one, I think Knights were plucky, um, and and they still find a way to win those Panthers, don't they? Uh, in mm-hmm. the next one, it's going to be the Parramatta Eels versus the Brisbane Broncos. Um, that's going to be um, a good one, I imagine as well. Bit of a bogey team for them there. Um, the Parramatta Eels. We're going to see Makahizi Makatoa um, out, and we're going to see Josh Hodgson back in. He was a late out last week. Brendan Hands, who did a very good job. He's very crisp off the ground and very accurate passing mm. as well. I really like the look of him. I see that they've re-signed him uh, long-term. But he's going to go back to the bench. Ryan Madison is going to go from the second row to the lock. Jermaine Hopgood is going to go back to the bench. We had a reprieve briefly last week. Um, and Bryce is going to go from the bench back up to the second row. The Cardi party's going to continue on. Yeah, I'm not so sure it will. I feel like it could be a late game day switch. Yeah, it could be. Um, Let's see. Moving on to the Broncos, the changes are Jesse Arthurs is out. Um, Palasia is going to be out as well. Corey Oates is back. Um, Thomas Flegler is also going to come back into the front row. uh, And Corey Jensen is going to go from the front row back to the bench. Uh, I'm going to tip probably the Eels in this one, I think. Um, Look, the Broncos, uh, I reckon... You know, they're not as as scintillating, is that the way to say it, um, as they were yeah. when they started the year. So I'm just going to tip the Eels in this one. Um, I think, uh, you know, with the troops that they got back in it now, like Lane's on deck and Maddo and you've got Hopgood coming off the bench, they're looking pretty good to me. Mm. 
I'm going to go the Broncos. I just reckon para. You know, the 30-4 to scoreline is just a reflection of how battered and bruised the Bulldogs were from their growing injury toll. I don't reckon there's anything more to read into it. Yep. But there's still a there's still a bit of lack of they haven't got very good outside backs, to be honest. It's just Sevo and even then he or Penasini's been yeah, very Penasini's good. Penasini's been pretty but, good, but you're not getting much out of Russell and Dunster at the moment. Dillbags is probably yeah. a little quiet by his standards. But I'm gonna tip the oh. Eels, you're gonna tip the Broncos. Um yep. moving on, it's gonna be the Bulldogs uh, up against the Cronulla Sharks. For the Bulldogs, <sighs> Karaz is out, Toppany is out. Declan Casey's going to come in on the wing um, and Braden Burns is going to go on to the wing. Ockenball is going to go from the wing to the bench. Burton is going to go to halfback and they're going to use Kyle Flanagan at uh, 5'8", which is uh, interesting. Um, oh, I, I, I'm surprised. I mean, look, Declan Casey's probably had a bit more sort of um, first grade, but I, I was really hoping for Skelton. As was I. I thought Skelton was going to get it. He was. He had a monster game in New South Wales Cup. I think mm. something like... Eight or nine tackle busts and 200, 250 run meters and a try or two. Yeah. Um, just on the Burton Flanagan thing, mm. I reckon they're dropping Flanagan for Oluwapu. I reckon it's Oluwapu in Flanagan out, in which case that really does open things up at 5 8 because he's based on price and has his. Has good rap, really good rap sorry. Oh, yeah. Very good, oh, uh, cheapy. Definitely. Well, I mean, I've, he's, I haven't sold uh, Katoa from the Dolphins yet, but he's not sort yeah. of setting the world alight, is he? So I, I'd be happy mm. to move him on. Probably if there was anyone, I was thinking, if there was Skelton, maybe I could have brought, sold him, you know, and bring Schuster down and then take Willie Army back up to the second row, um, <laughs> who's still sitting there in my bloody team. Anyway, over to the Sharks. No changes for them. Uh, I'm going to tip the Sharks in this one. I think um, yeah. they just, uh, you know, I think they're a much better team on paper, unfortunately, with, with the injuries that they've had, the old Bulldogs. Yeah, no, agreed. Uh, on to the North Queensland Cowboys up against the Newcastle Knights. Um, Tarmalolo is out um, for a bit of time. Uh, and Jordan McLean is going to come in uh, to the front row. Granville, um, he's, his little stint in the front row there is over. He's back to the bench. Uh, Reuben Cotter is off the bench and back into lock. Um, that's going to put the kibosh probably... F- Saving you, I reckon, uh, some heartbreak. Grabbing Gam- Granville. Um, moving on to the Knights, it's going to be Jack Johns out, Brody Jones out, Ponga is going to come back into the 5-8. I thought that their combo in there was doing really well with um, Hastings and, and the annoying, what's his name? Um, Gamble. Gamble. But Gamble's going to actually stay in the team. Oh, sorry, sorry, Jacob Safidi's back in onto the bench as well. Gamble's going to go from 5-8 back to the bench. Matt Croak is going to go from lock to the bench. And Kurt Mann is going to go from the bench to lock. So a few changes in there. Uh, I'm going to tip the Knights in this. I mean, yeah. they, re- they really nearly gave, unsettled and got the win there over the Penrith Panthers, and I think that they marketably improved this year. And I, I really haven't been too excited with anything I've seen. Oh, look, it is at Country Bank. Do you reckon? I'm actually going to flip it. I'm going to say at Country Bank. Uh, I reckon they play a little. Uh, they grow a, a play a, a foot taller at home. So I'm going to tip uh, the Cowboys to to get the job done at mm-hmm. home. I'm going to say Newcastle win purely because they would have they would have taken a lot from last week. You know they nearly beat the reigning premiers, and it was only because of a coin toss really in the end that yeah. they they lost. Which will, which I'll let you rant about Golden Point shortly, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure it will be uh, Newcastle win. They just seem like the better team. They're in better form. Mm, better Cowboys form. Was back. 
I just reckon on paper they're still decent enough to be able to get a win here, you know, um, the old Cowboys at home. Anyway, moving on to the Dolphins versus the Gold Coast. Um, the games are all over because, obviously, Anzac Day. We've got an interest one. No Monday games, a couple of Tuesday games. So it'll yeah. be an interesting sort of round for footy and, and waiting for uh, all the slow updates won't bother us as much because we'll still be waiting for games. I bet you they won't go any quicker. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> over to the Dolphins, it's going to be Kenny Bromwich is out and JJ Collins is out. Felice Cafusi's back. Jared Wallace is going to come in on the bench. Ray Stone is going to go from the front row back to the bench. Herman Essay is going to go from the bench to the front row. Um, onto the Gold Coast Titans. A few changes in there. Aaron Shoup is going to be um, busted out of the team. And Joe Vuna uh, gone as well. Uh, Isaac Fasua Malawi is gone. So it's going to be um, Fafidas uh, coming on on the wing. Um, Mickey Ailey, who's come back from overseas there, is going to come in on the bench for them. And Cleese Hass. So it's a Fasul Malawi out and a Hass in. Um, Sammy, who's been in terrific form, is going to go from the wing to the centre. Um, I reckon I'm going to probably tip the Dolphins. Oh, yeah, I agree. Yep. I think if AJ Brimson was there, as well as Jane Campbell, I'd feel a bit more confident in tipping the Titans. But, mm. nah, I reckon... Uh, I reckon we'll see a Isaiah Todd masterclass. Fins up. Finally. Let's do it. Fins up. Uh, over to the Fins West up. Tigers. They've got, finally got some points now because of the bye. <laughs> Brent Naden's going to go out. Adam Dewey's obviously out with the ACL. Jake Sims- Simkin is out. Sean Bloor is out. Jerome Bula is going to come in to the fullback position for them. So Laurie must be really on the outers, although um, he's found his way uh, into the bench. Wakeham's going to go into 5'8". Laurie's going to go to the bench. Tommy Talao's going in on the bench. Staines is going to go from fullback to the wing. And Kapoa is going to go from the wing to the centres. So changes galore in there um, for the Tigers. They're up against the Manly Warringah Sea Eagles. The changes for them, Vega is out off the wing. Cooper's Johns is out of 5'8". Kelma Tuolagi is out as well uh, of the team, as is K.O. Weeks. Ruben Garrick is back in on the wing. Josh Schuster finally is, is in to the team. And I'm a, he's probably going to play him this week because it's up against the Tigers. Uh, he's back in the 5'8". Fainu is going to come in on the bench. And um, Sean Kepi is going to come in on the bench. Bullymore, uh, who's been pretty punchy off the bench, is going to go and start in the second row probably for a week or two. And then he'll piss them off and, and have an indifferent game and get dropped again. But I'm going to tip the Manly Seagulls in this one. Um, yeah. I don't think it's going to... I think they you know, they, they need to win as well, I think, after some recent form on there. They're still the top four, so they started the season well, and I think they need to steady the ship. Yeah, and I think Kelma had a concussion. I think that's why he's out, so he'll be straight back in. Um, no, definitely Manly. I've tempted to play Josh Schuster over Jackson Ford. What would you, What do you reckon? Would you play Jackson Ford or Josh Schuster? Well, I mean, it's a tough old matchup, isn't it, um, for the mm. Warriors? And I think against the West Tigers, there could be some joy, especially for try yeah. assists and stuff like that. So um, I'm going to probably play Schuster. I may, may still play... Um, I might still play old mate as well um, in Ford. It will depend on how, how, how the lineup is, but I reckon I'm going to play Schuster this week. I've been waiting long enough for him to bloody yeah. come back in. Um, St. George Illawarra um, uh, up against the Roosters. We'll go with the Roosters first because they've had some big, big changes. Your team, Sam Walker, has been dumped. <laughs> 
He's been dumped. I don't know how long that's going to last for, but um, Manu goes into the 5'8 position. Now, Manu, the common sense approach on Manu is he's bottoming out and he's going to be under 600k next week. Probably making plans for him next week, but I like going a week before everyone else. So I was going to just take the punt on this matchup against the St. George Illawarra because he averages nearly 90, I think, against them. Mate, that's all I need to hear is Manu in the 5'8 with extra yeah. touches. He's into my team and I'm going to boost. I'm, I'm, th- that song was dedicated to me. Anyway, let's do the other changes. Um, Sam Walker's out. Nat Butcher um, is out. What, what's going on with him? Oh, he got suspended. Oh, suspended. There you go. For hip drop. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, well, don't get me started. Chooks are robbed. Um, White, White is uh, gone as well. Paul Momorowski's in. Um, you know, that's interesting to me because Sam Walker's offense has been quite good. It must be a defensive sort of thing. Momorowski ain't any better out there in your centers. Um, Angus Crichton, how wonderful is it to have Gus back? I just had a bit of a look at the highlights there from that Reggie's game. He looks terrific. Um, mm. What a big, nice in and how good is it to see him back in the game? Very good. I'll tell you Very who else is really nice to see as well is Satili Tupanua. In on the bench. He's, he's back. Yeah. Oh, that's really good stuff for the Chooks. Um, obviously, we mentioned Manu to 5'8". Luke Keery is going to go 5'8 to halfback. Didn't really work very well um, when they did it with uh, Walker. But I think because Joey Manu is not a, he's not going to pass lots, he's going to run. So yeah. I think that a running 5'8 like Manu will work fine for him. Um, over to the St. George Illawarra Dragon. Sewer is out. Did he spend it as well? Uh, no, that one, that one I didn't know about. Oh, well. I, I think he I think he must be injured in some oh, Old mate Murdoch Masilla's back into the second row, which is good because he finally got a good score and got a low break even. So he'll come back in this week and he'll uh, help us out with some scores. I want to go to the Chooks in this one, um, quite convincingly, I think, in this, this game. Yeah, I mean... I can just read you out the numbers on Joseph Manu at 5'8". 101.75 points a game with a top score of 191. Yep. Right. I mean, look, I'm, I'm getting a lot of people who are saying to me, Joey Manu has been pretty average this year. Look, he's come back from injury. He's had a hard, hard draw and the Chooks have been depleted on, on yeah. troops. He's now going into um, softer matchups, which J- Joey Manu excels at. So I think yeah, he's, exactly. he's, he's about just... to pop off. You've got to get him before he pops off. You could take the gauntlet of next week, hoping that he yep, drops a could. bit of cash. But I reckon you can go this week, especially with yep. the news of him into 5-8. Yep, and he's my captain this week. Is he? Well, he's playing 5-8. Well, it's a, like it's a walk-up. It's a walk-up ton. Yeah, but I mean, you could go... Um, you go. go Hines, my vice captain. You go Hines into Turbo. Turbo's got a pretty nice matchup. Turbo also has one half of the hip, has like a half a hip right now or something. Oh. I don't know what the deal is. Could, I reckon he could go up with one <sighs> one leg and he's Joseph, still be... Joseph Manu is where it's at. Oh, all right. We'll see. Joseph you, Manu. We'll see how you go, eh? Um, look, uh, we've got the uh, annual uh, uh, game that they have there, the Melbourne Storm exactly. against the uh, yeah against the Warriors. Um, Jonah Pezzett's going to jump out. So is Tui Kamakamika. In is Meany and Nelson's back in the front row. Big big in. Um, Munster's going to go from fullback to the 5'8". Um, over there for the um, Warriors, Marada Niakore is going to come into the second row. Curran is going to go from the second row back to the bench. Um, well, if, if Marada Niakore comes in, who, who, who drops out? 
Oh, their team. Um, oh, I don't even know. Oh, to, to our to a picky. Oh, yeah, that's right. I wondered why he was in yeah. on the bench for them. All right, well, there you go. I'm going to tip the Melbourne Storm in that one. A um, couple of yeah, decent ins uh, for them with, with Meany and um, Munster back to the 5'8 position. Those are the, the, the games. Let's move it on to um, the most bought and sold. We'll give our two cents on that. We'll start it with the most um, traded uh, out player, um, and that is Jacob Carraz. We don't really need to talk much about that. Three weeks, someone was sent me a thing. They're like, I've got... F- they already had four guns, center wings, and Carraz. Yeah. So I was like, well, oh, I mean, you could hold him. Wow. Yeah, they had like, um, oh, I don't know, Garrick, uh, yeah, Holmes. They four. had Marju and... They, they had four. Super. Yeah. They had Mulet- Miller? Oh, yeah, I think they had four good, good ones. Yeah. Anyway, like, no. You, if you're not, like, if your team's pretty well balanced and you've just got four guns and wings because, well, you had some cash, then you'd hold uh, Karaz for sure. But he's got 660k in him. If you need to even out your team, it's a good use of funds. Yeah, well, because I've got the Willie Army there, I've got a jewel in there. I could, He's going to become... Maddo. Yeah. He's going to become Maddo for me. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm all for the trade. 13.8% people doing it makes sense. Um, Cam Pereira, he's up against a big break even now this week. He's been a really good cheap. He's only made 300k. And for somebody who's got such a low floor, I think you just cut and run now, don't you? Um, Maybe. Well, you're going you're gonna to hold him. I don't know. Currently, he's my, he's my starting fourth centre wing because oh. he's got the Dolphins and they're not very good defensively. Oh, fair enough. 73. He's going to need three tries, I reckon, to make that break even this week. And I think he might score it. <laughs> well, let me ask you this question. Would you sell him or the next person on the list first, um, Sonny Taruva? No, can't First, yeah, yeah. Fifty six is his break even. Look, it doesn't look like Targo is going to pass the ball anytime yep. soon. That's the yep. problem on Taruva, and I, I don't mind selling Taruva. I don't mind selling Car Pereira. So mm. I, I'm okay with all three of these in the top three, as I am with the fourth. Keon Kaloa Matangi. Uh, unfortunately, he's out for I think it's six to eight. So you move him on. It makes a lot of sense. Um, number five on the list is Joseph Tapani. He is an unusual one for me because. If you owned him, you knew that they were having the buy now, didn't you? You know, like if you yeah, the Raiders over the buy. I don't know. I wouldn't. I would not be selling Tarpany at all. No. Yeah, no. I wouldn't don't sell Tarpany, people. Yeah, that's that's just one for me. I reckon yeah. um, he's a premium front rower. Who who you're getting him to is is the question. And and why did you budget so poorly to need to sell him in the buy? He he's um doesn't play Origin because he's a Kiwi. So he's a perfect hold for the rest of the year. Number six on the list is Reed Marnie. Um, he is being sold by 2.3% of people. Um, you know, what, what do you reckon? He's up against uh, his average. 60 is his average, and he's got a break-even of 70 this week. Do you reckon you move him on? Or? Um, oh, oh, maybe I would have, like, I might have moved him on if you had, like, a Granville or Brendan Hands named at Hooker as the sole guy. Well, not – if Brendan Hands is named at Hooker or Granville is named at Lock, then maybe, but – There's no one right else. Now, not, not in my opinion. no one else. I mean, people yeah. are probably going down to Sonny Luke making 400K and doing stuff, I reckon. That's my guess. Um, number seven on the list is Stefano Wittikamano. 2.3% of people getting rid of him. I got rid of him last week. I went to Gilbert. It wasn't – you know, I mean, I, I got outscored by Moali on the bench. But I still think that I feel more comfortable having Gilbert and um, Hass as my front rowers. I, I, I can get around selling Utikamano. It's just not um, 
it's not uh, enough, is it? He's got a break even of 48 this week, which is probably his stuff. He's, apart from the 178, I think that was where he got a try. 38, 48, 41, 43, 37. So that's the thing. He's a safe 40, but if he is your front row two, I reckon you move him. Yeah. I mean, I'm just fiddling around with the idea of trade boosting as we've been talking about. Um, and I just think, yeah, he would be one that goes for me if I was to trade boost. He would be gone along with Cam Pereira. Yep. Um, Jacob Preston is the next one on the list, 545. He's made $344,000. He's been an absolute exceptional cheapie. He's up against a 75 break even this week. He's not scoring poorly. It was a 59 last week. A couple of weeks ago, it was a 108. And he's just wrapped it. The two good scores there. We had a 34 in the middle. I don't reckon he's in an emergency um, sell because I reckon 70. I could see a 75 game in him. If not, I see him getting a 60, which means he won't lose too much money. In saying that, Hosking versus Preston versus Ford, I would probably prefer to hold um, Preston except that Ford is around 13 coverage. So there it is. I want to sell Preston as my first one to sell out of those three. Yeah, I think I agree. I mean, let's say you were upgrading this person to, um, let's say you had Jackson Ford and you're thinking, you know, oh, he's just pumping out 40s. He's, he's about to peak in value. Are you selling him to Tarpany or are you just going to hold him through as a safe number throughout until around 13 and including, of course? Yeah, I'm going to just hold him. Yeah. I mean, he, there's a potential that he could lose up to 100K by then, but a safe 50 in the in the, in the the round 13 is, is pretty handy probably. Um, anyway, I'm just going to choose to try to hold some of these round 13s if I can. Um, number nine on the list is Katoa there, the Dolphins Katoa. It's been less than um, a perfect cheapie. He's only just not even made 100K. The scores... You know, 42, 45, 27, 40, 34, 39. I don't think you ever play him, but the money's not going up enough. And if we did get that Oluwapu, how do you say his name? Oluwapu. Oluwapu. Um, you know, you, you make yourself 100K on it, I guess. Or if you've got Schuster up in your second row forward, you might choose to cull him. He's got a break even of 24 this week, so he should be able to cover that. Maybe you may get it up over the 100K. I've just got other things to deal with at the moment, um, and I'm not going to move him on, but I can understand people doing it for sure. Yeah, I don't know. It's a tricky one because, you know, it's like there's not many better people. Well, like, people are probably going to, Sh- people are going to Schuster. Probably yeah, this week now that he's back. Crossland, you know, it's just there's no one screaming bye, bye, bye. Yeah. I reckon you hold him until you get Oluwapu, if we get Oluwapu. Yep. Or I'll make a decision when the BE just looks like he's not going to make it. We've juiced him out for enough and just get him, get Schuster out, you know, if, if we've got a second row that comes in. Um, Paul Alamotti, people are moving him on. Um, he's made 151000 Um Look, he was... Good, wasn't he? Oh, no, it was a 45 last week. Look, that's the problem. We've got an 11 and a 22 in there, but he looks mostly, to me, like a safe 40. I mean, how's yeah. he any worse than Val? But the problem is that he is probably peaking already. You know, he's up against a 52 yeah. this week. I, I reckon, and this is controversial, I reckon he's probably the one you don't sell right now mm. because... It, he there's been he's been under a lot of circumstances, right? His his debut game was the twenty two. You can you can forgive him for that, all right? Your mm. first game, 
he's a generational talent. He's going to take a little bit to get in there, all right? No worries. The 11 he was on the wing for, and he's not a winger. You can look at him and you can tell, okay, that kid's a centre. Mm. You know, he's not a winger. Um, I'm willing to give him a bit more time because, you know, the consistent 45s, they'll keep coming. It should. He's probably not peaked despite what the break-even will say. I reckon there's another round of price rises coming his way. I think he's actually, in NRL, getting better every week in my opinion. Yeah. So uh, let's go over to the most traded in. The number one on the list is Ruben Garrick. Um, he Obviously, people get, have to get rid of Karaz, and I reckon that you couldn't do a hell of a lot better than um, young Ruben for your teams. He's got a nice matchup this week. He's playing and scoring exceptionally well this year. you got a green light at it, haven't you? I, I think you do. I think you do, yeah. Um, uh, is there much to say? No. Um, Ruben in your in your center wing is is nice, and, and it's a nice upgrade for fifty k. I reckon from Caraz. You know, I think yeah. um, Ruben has the big hundreds in him um, in that team with Tommy Turbo. Number two on the list is Jared Croker, two hundred seventy nine thousand nine hundred. I just kind of missed how long um, Cottridge is out with that hamstring. I don't know how long it's going to be. Uh, and you're bringing in Jared Croker, obviously, with the Raiders on the bye. I, it is a finite thing. I can't see Jared holding, once Savage is back in, I reckon there's one odd man out. And I don't think it's going to be Tomoko, Rapana, Kotrich. I, I reckon it could be, is that a Chris or or Croker? Who goes? Yeah. Oh, I hope it's Chris because he's not been very good by any stretch. You know, he's been very bad outside of this one game. Ricky on the loves him against the Dragons. Loves yeah, him. Ricky does love him. That's the issue. Yeah. Um, it's, look, it's not without risk. Yeah. I will say to people. Obviously, well, I mean, do you prefer it to um, the, who's the Parramatta Eels one? Dunster. Dunster. Um, probably not. No. You don't prefer Croker to Dunster? Well, Dunster's not going to lose his spot. Simmonson's on the reserves. So, and Simpson was suspended, not injured. So, I, I prefer Dunster to Broker, to be honest. Well, so you know, well, I mean, he definitely has a Simpson hanging over his head, though, doesn't he? Well, yes, but we can say the same thing about Croker, whereas Dunster's actually ahead in the pecking order. Croker might not be. Yeah. Well, that's that's right. I mean, whichever narrative you kind of believe in, who's going to hold, but I think they both have risks to whether they're going to hold. Yeah, number, definitely. Number definitely. three on the list is um, one Joseph Manu. I'm doing it because I've seen him picked in at 5-8. Yeah. I was going to be trickier than other people because I'm, I've been explaining to people, people like, why are you getting Manu? He's been going like dog shit. I've given my responses to that. They've had South Melbourne Sharks in the last three weeks, um, and they're going into St. George, New Zealand, North Queensland now. So we've it's light and shade, the draw, um, for me. And I was going to get jump the queue, but now obviously people are bringing him in as soon as we've heard 5-8. It's, you know, you, you could wait another week because his break-even's 110. I reckon he could have that covered this week in the 5-8 position. Yeah. No, agreed, because he's just such a good player. And, again, he averages 100 at 5-8, and the... Dragons attacks the Dragons defense is not anything to write home about. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I like it. I really do. Yeah, I reckon um, you just bring in Manu when he plays five eight or fullback, and you can pretty much lock in a ton. Um, number four on the list is Ryan Madison. He's just started to click over making money. Three point four percent again in him. I think we're just looking for this premium lock in. I think David Fafita is that as well. Murray is probably proving the people who sold him. Wrong, but the finances might have worked for you back then. Um, Matto at 709,000. This is what he's done 74, 62, 80, 89. I reckon you're going to get 80, 75, 80 out of him per game. 
Mm, yeah, I'm trying to find ways. I can tell you that. Now, provided I'm that he provided that ways. he does not get picked for Origin, you know, he'll be available for round thirteen as well. If he misses well, just, that Origin team, do you, do you reckon he's an urgent buy for Fida, um, Madison, or do you reckon you could flip for Fida to Maddo in the well, coming weeks? Yeah, I mean, you could, you could. I just, I mean, look. I'm using Karaz for him because I've got the jewels and then I've already got Garrick. I've got Manu. You know, I've got all these blokes in there so I, I can use the money. Look, he'll cover his 49 break even this week. So if you if you hold off, I reckon you could be paying up to 800000 for him. Um, yeah. And against the Broncos, um, I reckon he's going to he's gonna go well. I think, I think he'll, he'll, he'll have a good game this week and I want to grab him. I'm going to have Fafita and, and, and uh, Maddo in the second row anchoring my second row. Uh, and it makes me happy. Um, number five on the list is Hayes Dunster. We obviously covered him. You think um, he's holding now ahead of Simmonson? Um, yeah. Yeah, I do think he's holding ahead of Simmonson. Uh, it's just looking at the team list. That's all I had to do. Like, you could see that Simmonson was in the reserves. He was suspended, not injured, Simmonson. That's the key thing for me. If he was injured and I saw him in the reserves... I wouldn't be so sure, but suspended and in the reserves. Even if he does, I mean, look, it's not the worst thing in the world. I mean, not that we want to have loads of nuffs this year, but um, if you do, um, these guys do drop out for the other person. You're obviously not going to have them being an AE because they're going to drop out completely. Oh, I'll have a think about it because he'll play the round 13 as well. So does um, Croker, I think, as well. So number six on the list is Josh Schuster. Um, look, you, you are getting him in sight unseen, but he is uh, a minus 11 break even. He is starting at 5'8". He is up against the West Tigers, so I'm not going to begrudge anyone doing that. Um, number seven on the list is Max King. He's been... Oh, I mean, the Whisperer wants to have relations with him, it seems. You should tell him that tonight. I will be telling him that. <laughs> yeah. um, look, he has been bloody exceptional. Um, Max King averaging 64.4... I think when the Whisperer got him, he was in the 400s or something, and he's just gone onward and upward. He yeah. is scoring oh, 52, 65, 67, 72, 59, 56, 80. I, I can understand why the Whisperer wants him. I want him too. He's bloody good. Um, yeah. I, at the time, I went Gilbert. I could have got Max King, and I went Gilbert instead. I don't know. So I regret it. I have, I, I have Gilbert by a regret. Would you be getting him <laughs> in now, though? Um, they don't play nah. the round 13, and... Um, you know, what, what, what's the reason? Is everyone just getting him because he's, he's score, scoring well? I mean, that's... I think it's. I think what helps is that he played 72 minutes on the weekend, but he's in origin contention for sure. Mm. I mean, look how good he's been playing. Um, no, I wouldn't get him. I'd rather, if, you, if you're really struggling at front row and you need one this week, Tohu, and if you don't have the funds for Tohu, my favourite Bulldogs front rower, Tavita Pangai, is who I'd go. <sighs> Yeah, all right. Um, look, number eight on the list. This surprises me, but he is having a good year. Uh, Will Penasini. People are grabbing him. Yeah. What's going on there? He's he's averaging for the year uh, 65, which is bloody terrific. Let's have a look at him. Well, he's been bloody great. 72 with a 38, 55, 66, 56, 74, 98. He is the guy. Do you reckon it's maybe yeah. just... Um, would, I mean, I kind of feel like I could get Sevo because Sevo will get you hundreds. Yeah. I'd rather Sevo. Like I've had, I had Sevo in on Monday morning, and I was like, "This feels right." It's been a long time since I've owned Sevo, and I'm glad I'm back owning him. Yep. Because it would have been 2019 when he was a rookie. That was the last time I owned him, I reckon. Yep. Number nine on the list is Junior Tupu. 
Uh, he, mm. He's been good, yeah. but I just don't know if I'd yeah. be trusting anyone from the Tigers. Well, it's because he got 111 last game. It was a 39-45-47, so you're essentially buying Alamotti. Um, you know, he's got a minus yeah. 24 break even, but I don't know if financially it's going to be one that wins you huge, no. huge money. He's already made 100K on his starting price. It is a negative break even, but I don't know if I'd be touching, you know, the Tigers, no. especially with, you know, they've got people like Nofaluma and that and Laurie, you know, missing out on, they could do yeah. a lot of things in that team. What, Staines has just gone back to the wing this week. Although, although I think he's been almost their best player, Tupu. Um, yeah. So, you know, but I just don't know if I touch a West Tiger personally. No, I wouldn't either, particularly when if you – I know we say – we use it loosely, like if you've got an extra 60K, but if you do actually have an extra 60K, get the Sharks when they see only Katoa because mm. it's more upside, mm. better team, mm. more likely to hit that upside as well. Yep. yep. He's on Nico's side as well, isn't he? Nico's side. Yeah. It's, just better. it's the better trade. Yep. Uh, Dylan Brown, people are bringing him in. He's lost 138K on his starting price. Um, he's got a break-even of 75. So, look, I've had him for a few weeks, um, and it's been 50, 63, 60, I think, since I had him. Maybe I've got his 47 as well. I don't know if I brought him in on the Panthers. But um, he hasn't set the world alight. That's for damn sure. No, he hasn't done what I thought he would do and come out and punch three-ish tons in a row, which is what I was expecting. Yeah, that's maybe, right. maybe it was on me. Maybe it was my expectations <laughs> that were too high and not him. Maybe he's fine yeah, anyway. Maybe. I mean, the people who went um, Cody Walker, which we'll see now how Cody goes into their hard draw, but they have been counting their points saying up yours Ado and Nathan I picked the right one yep. you've got dill bags now that's the most uh, in and out let's have a look at uh, this he's a must have have you got anybody that is a must have for this week um, absolutely ba- I do yeah Joseph Manu you reckon he's gone gone from he's got a break even 111 you reckon he's a must have this week oh yes you need Joseph Barnett. People were like, I've already seen way too many people on social media saying, oh, Joseph Manu, he's been he's been ordinary, you know, doesn't play these buys. I don't give a damn. <laughs> he's playing a lot in the spine. He's going to play 5-8. He's playing 5-8 for now, and he's a very good player. It's going to be very hard for Sam Walker to come back into this team soon. Yeah, and look, in all, genuinely, Manu could could keep him out for a long. It, be, it could be that Kiri ends up being moved out to bring Sam Walker back, not Joseph Manu. I think Manu's at the six now. If he keeps up the performances. I don't think he moves from six. Well, I'll tell you this much: I already own Garrick, and adding a Manu at five eight, you know, in there with their run of games over the next three weeks, really entices me. I would have said it's Garrick. I reckon Garrick up against the West Tigers is gonna see some joy, and he's gonna have some goals. And I, I can't see anything but a ton for Garrick. It's like you bring in Garrick this week, you can have him for the rest of the year, and you, are oh, you pretty much bank a ton. You're getting a hundred. You're getting a hundred points this week. You get a hundred points. That's how this I week. feel about Joseph Manu. Yep. Well, I mean, I'm going to green light it then. I reckon Manu and uh, Ruben Garrick yeah. are going to grab you, yeah. grab a hundred. Um, antipod. Who are you going to antipod? Well, I don't know if I'm really in the position to antipod, but um, yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll keep antipoding Jermaine Hopgood. Yeah, I like, think for me, it might just be Jared Croker um, because I, obviously, being a Raiders fan, my confidence. Uh, that he's going to hold is 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 small. I just reckon. Um, look, Chris, 
I think he's getting plaudits. I think the coach is happy with what he's doing at, at the fullback. And I think he is more of a natural center. Um, so it's going to be Croker or, or Chris. And I just reckon they're looking for, t- to the future. I know that they want to get Croker to the 300 games. Um, so yeah. maybe Savage sort of stays down for a few games down in the Reggies. Um, look, I'm just I'm just not confident on it. So I'm, I'm probably going to give it a miss. Although, what are the options? Ockenbohr was at that sort of price point where we, we thought he might get a wing spot, but he's not. I, I was having a look at Remus, actually. Um, he's like a safe 35. You know, he scores a 35 every week. It's kind of like an Alamotti, and he's only going to cost you 300K, Remus. So if yeah. on a stretch you had to play him, you get a 35. Um, and look, the other one is obviously Dunster, but I had huge fears that Simmonson would come back in um, and, and Dunster would be the one that drops out. So um, that's that's me there. What about this one? He's a myth. Oh, okay. Well, geez, that's tough because I've, I've got a positive outlook in general this week, not a negative outlook. So yeah. um, I reckon there's a myth. And this is going to be clever words I'm using here. There's a myth in trading Cam Pereira. He should not be a trade. I believe that's a myth. Radio, you reckon he's not there maxing out with his 70s um, break even? I kind of think, and this is a bit rogue of me, right? I kind of think that Cam Pereira could be one of your just guys that you can play on a really good matchup for the rest of the year. Yes, a, a keeper, but someone you pay 200000 for really at the start, and you can just play him in on really good matchups, yeah. you know? Yeah. And you can say, well, he's unpredictable, but you'll you'll get a good indication soon enough of who's good and who isn't and who to play him against. Yeah. I'm going to say Junior Tupu. I'm not going to say because I don't like the kid. He's averaging 60.5 for the year, but it is propped up by that 111 last week. And I just think that when people see that, they start trading him in, they see the negative break even, but you've got to go look back at the other weeks and you get an idea, unless they're tracking upward, which he is 39, 45, 47 into this 111. But you're going to go out this week against Manly and I would not be surprised if you get a 40. Yeah, but like, is that... Well, I'll play devil's advocate here. 436. If the worst case scenario is a forty, are you that are you that upset? Like, well, you're probably not. You're probably not. Um, I just reckon now. I mean, look, I'm trying to find money for big upgrades. If you're trading an Alamotti or you're trading a Cam Pereira and you're grabbing a Junior Tupo, I just think that's counterproductive. I think it's sideways. I reckon if you can get rid of a Khan Pereira or a, or a um, Taruva and you've got some bank and you can get him up to a Garrick or to a Manu or to a one of these premium center wingers. Why trade a 40s guy for another 40s guy? Yeah, that's fair. I mean, the, again, I'll play devil's advocate again. You, with these scores of 40, you're probably still going to get 100 grand. Yeah, you'll probably get some more. So you made 100 already. It's, it's, um, like, a, it's like a bridge to a gun center wing. Yep. All right. Fair enough. Hey, I was just wondering if you got any of those trades spare. Just a trade or two spare? Trade or two spare? Well, I'm I'm boosting. I'm going to be out of my boost. But like I said, um, mm. boosts or trades, do it however you like, but you're still saving. Save them somewhere. You can save boosts, and they are handy as a three, but I'm going to obviously continue saving trades. I've got a plan for that. I'm going to sell um, – who am I selling? I'm going to sell Preston. I'm going to sell Taruva, um, and I'm going to sell Karaz. I'm going to bring in Maddo. Manu and someone. It could be Hayes Dunstar. It could be Remus. I think I'm going to probably just take... Remus is going to be picked in that team for the rest of the year. 
Gonna be thirty fives, yeah. and he only costs you three hundred and ten or whatever k. So he could just be yeah. my safety pick, and if I get a suspension or an injury, I'll play Rebus near score of thirty five. I'll hope for some joy that he gets a try or something and gets to 50, 60. But yeah. um, you know, I, just, I reckon it's an ugly pick. Like I said to you, I think it was you that I don't think anybody yeah. who owns Remus loves having him. But I mean, almost just picking someone who you know is going to play till round twenty seven. Yeah, like there's there's he's just. He does what the Melbourne Storm want him to do, and that is solid defence, do his job in attack, not let the attack down. Like he's not what I call a good player, but he's certainly not a bad player. No, nah, it's not that, an AE. It's get, not AE you know scores. I mean? Yeah, I mean he's yeah. not going to be played by me because I've got four good just centre wings. Um, if he's mm. just doing a thirty-five and I want a loop, a thirty-five is okay. It's fine. I'm getting less from yeah. bloody Ben Murdoch Masilla most weeks, so you know um, who cares. I just reckon uh, someone who I can pick till around twenty-seven just gives me a you know rests my mind. Um, but anyway, what yeah. about yourself, trades? Myself, I'm boosting. Yeah, the song was true. Yeah, this is going to be interesting because I've taken out <clears throat> Taruva, mm. Faraz, and Harry Grant, Ooh. Sonny Luke, yeah. Mulatalo, and Joseph Manu. Yeah. Well, those are two. Four gun center wings, Charles de Cookbookstar, Tom Pereira, and Paul Alamotti are my center wings. Yep. I couldn't say no. I couldn't say no. Yeah, it's two very juicy ins, I reckon, in the center wing. Who, who, who's your other hooker next to Sonny Luke? Uh, cheese. You still got so, the cheese. <laughs> but I was always I was always playing him anyway, so I was like, oh, I don't really lose anything there, really. Yeah, look, we're about to go into some time where Harry obviously is going to play Origin. He's probably going to get managed minutes. Um, I think if you – this is the week to do it to save a whole bunch of money if you're going to do it, but you've got to really find if, – if you've got – I already have Sonny Luke. He's my other one. I made the move a while back from Cheese yeah. to Bank Coin. So I just don't think – I think it's too risky to go down to one of these low percentage ones. Is it the cheese? Nah, I don't reckon people would buy the cheese. I don't think you'd really – Marnie's sort of averaging 60s. That's why I was surprised to see him being sold because he's a safe one. I'd rather – if I had money, I'd probably sell the cheese uh, – sell um, Grant this week and hold yeah. money. Yeah, I'm just like – I've started to see him play more minutes at hooker, cheese. Mm. And I know that historically his average hooker is superb. And it's only because of the, it's the sin bin that spoiled his game in the end. And even when we say spoiled, he pumped out a 60. I'm pretty happy with him there. And it leaves me with 164K to next week take him to uh, a front rower of my choice from potentially Jackson Ford or Stefano or Christian Welch. Yep. Might just do Christian Welch to Tarpany. Yep. All right. Well, there you go. That's the show, basically. Um, what's your overall rank? How are you looking? Oh, I'm like 3,500. I've dropped off so oh. much. I'm mean, 9,500. I, I went went from 3,000 to 10,000, and I only just oh. made a little bit back last week. And why? Like, I don't know why I'm dropping so bad. Because like, we suck. Can't just be, we just can't, it can't just be paying Haas. That's the thing, because he's only pumping out. Even if it was that I, wasn't, I didn't own paying Haas, I'd only be losing maybe a couple of hundred spots a week. But yeah, look, I'm I think last spots a week. Yeah, well, last week it was a lot of premiums, you know, really misfired. Harry, Munster f- didn't fire a shot, you know. There was, there was Cleary, lots of... Oh, Cleary fired in the end. Yeah, there, there was a few, um, you know, the main players, I guess, that, that sort of didn't have a, have a, have a ripper, have a rip snorter. Um, but when someone does pop off and you you get those big, huge captain or, you know, you bring in Mulatalo and Manu this week and they both ton up, you know. Uh, people who bring in Manu and Garrick and they both do tons, that could be the move that does, does something for you. 
Um, so, look, there's going to be a time where we have a big swing week. Last week it was just a mild week because we didn't have, you know, the highest score of the round was Trell with a 122. So it was a very low scoring round. I've just looked at my center wings. Miller, Mulatalo, Garrick and Manu. They could all score tons this week. Very well could. Very well could. Oh, here we go. All right, Nathan, thanks for chatting. I'm going to go get ready for this Whisperer one at uh, 7.30, so I'll upload it. It was terrific to have you on. It's it's normal, Ado. Yeah, wow, we. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy it. Well, the whisper. I'll probably I'll probably get up and running before the Whisperer one. I'll be a looser then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's always telling Well, the last time it was on, I was dressed as a lady, so we'll see if, if I can top that. <laughs> Great looking lady. <laughs> Cheers, mate. I'll talk to you soon. See ya. Oh, wrong song. Kick and chase by Mullins. Kick and chase again by Mullins. This will be a miracle. Oh, it is a miracle. Oh, my goodness. You won't see anything like that.